Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Good to see you, Dad. It's nice to see you in person again. In person. <laughs> yeah. And a lovely sunny day, so... Beautiful uh, blue skies. Yeah. Autumnal morning, afternoon. How are you? Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, I've had a bit of a cold over the last... Um, oh, about four or five days now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of, you know, the usual. Doesn't stop me working, though, Steve. Good. Oh, no. That's the one thing that uh, I just have to break off every now and again and have a good sneeze. <laughs> a <laughs> good take, cough. It takes your mind off it, though, doesn't it? It does. It does. You can work through. Uh, this is the one thing, and I'm sure other people out there must, uh, who's doing the artwork or any kind of um, creative pursuit, once you get involved in that, it goes away. Mm. You, you get reminded every now and again, but um, you can forget about it. Mm. It's a wonderful cure. I found... Um, I can't tell you everything because it's to do with Christmas, but um, me and Lauren were doing something and I don't have a steady hand. Like I actually have like a bit of a, like a shake with my hand. So that's why I find Mm. it hard to do anything intricate with a steady hand, like a paintbrush. Mm. Anyway, I was using this paintbrush with Lauren and um, we were chatting and stuff. And the more we chatted and the more I focused less on it, the steadier my hand got. Yes. I can believe that. Like it was like distracting me from it. Yes. And, um, yeah. It was interesting. I found that interesting. Yeah, well, it's a proof of the pudding, isn't it? Mm. And you, something like that. It, um, and I think this is probably why um, I've been doing this a long time, as you know, the, the artwork and particularly the pencils a long time. And uh, it, it becomes not just a, an addiction, but a very necessary part of my health regime. Mm. Well, you know that. You know, I'm, I'm generally speaking, apart from the odd cold, and I know where I got it from. I think I know where I got it from. Uh, we we went out in the cold one night and yes. uh, it was really cold too. Yeah. And uh, that's how it happens, isn't it? I, I did the same thing. Yeah. We went to Blackheath Fireworks the next couple of days. I felt oh. a little bit sniffly and I knew it was because of that. Yeah. That night. So, so you know, it's something different. We don't go out in the evening very much, you know, um, but this was a late night. And uh, so I know where you come from. Yeah. And, uh, but there you are. You're feeling better now, though, are you? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm. I'm uh, uh, and my voice is, at the moment anyway, has come back to full strength. Oh, good. <laughs> Nothing's stopping you then. No. <laughs> All right. So we've got lots to to cover, lots of people's questions, emails this week. So let's get cracking with the first one. This one's from Nina. Hi, Colin and Steve. Thanks for getting back to me with the lioness lesson. I was wondering if Colin would do a flamingo drawing, the head and the part of the neck. I have someone who would like to have a drawing of one. And I'm not quite sure how to go about it. Thanks for all the great lessons. Oh, well, no problem. Yes, that's, that's a very good idea. And as you know, we've done, I've done quite a lot of birds over the last uh, year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll be coming out soon. Well, I did tell Nina there's a pelican ah. coming because that's coming up very soon. Good, good. So yes, that was interesting. Pleased to hear that. Yes, but the flamingo, yes, definitely. Yes, I, I think um, I will put that on my list, Nina. Can't say when I will put it but I've got a few that I'm doing at the moment. So <laughs> it'd be down the line a bit, but I'll get it done. A good subject, I mm. think. Yeah, well, pl- keep those coming in as well. I, I don't mind being uh, these requests. I think they're, they're great because it, it tells us what you're looking for. And um, I've, as you know, I've uh, paid a lot of heed to what our members have said Yeah. And uh, over the years. So no, keep, keep those suggestions coming in. We don't mind at all. Yeah. This next lovely email comes from Helen, and I wanted to mention it on the podcast. 
Um, hi, Colin. I'd like to say how glad I am that I found you. I struggled to years. I struggled for years with my art. I've got all the equipment and can't quite master any of them. I've always felt I've needed someone to actually teach me how to use them. I did go to an evening class years ago, but found that what we were being shown, or what shall I say, asked to do, was something I could do at home on my own. Techniques, etc., were not really shown. My best results have been in pastels, and I've produced a couple of passable pictures. One of which I gave to a friend who was over the moon. It was a picture of her dog. My pencils were Derwent, which I found so soft. But since I found you, I went out and bought a set of 24 and added all the additional colours to be able to try the Jack Russell. After one attempt with the Derwent pastels, I'm now in the middle of the second attempt with the Faber-Castell pencils. The difference is amazing. I love the fact that you take us step by step and give us all the colours needed. Which pencil are you using at each point? Lovely tutorials. Keep up the good work. So nice that there are people like you around willing to share your skills. Thanks, Helen. Oh, thank you very much, Helen. That's uh, very nice. And um, be assured, though, that I get as much pleasure as you do. <laughs> it all. I do, as you know this. Uh, um, it's lovely to get the comments and the nice... But I do it for because it gives me a great deal of pleasure, knowing that um, you can pass these uh, tips on. So, mm. Lovely. Thanks, Helen. We always appreciate nice emails like that. Mm. Mm. Next one's from Bev. Hi, Colin. Can you tell me if I can use soft pastels as a base colour and then continue with pastel pencils? Many thanks. You are such a clever, inspirational man. Uh, There's a theme this. (laughs) My head's getting bigger. (laughs) I won't be able to get out the door in a minute. Um, uh, Can you use soft pastels and pastel pencils? You can, certainly, but not not the soft pastel first. The reason for this is the soft pastel is very soft and the pastel pencil is basically hard so you'll just take it off years years ago they used to use the soft pastel artists used to use the pastel pencil for detail mm. you know anything that they needed intricate work they'd use the pencil because if they had to use the pastel they'd have to use a corner yeah or you'd have to sharpen it and that's a bit inconvenient so they found it more convenient to use the pastel pencil but uh, it doesn't really work that way round. i've found uh, it would be great if it did, but it doesn't. Even the harder pastels, like the polychromos, uh, even those don't really work well if you're putting pastel pencil on top. You can mix them, um, but the, the, I've always found the best way of using the soft pastel is an addition, put on top of, uh, or enhancing uh, a pastel pencil work. Is that literally because the soft pastel is soft? yes it it is and it kind of sits that's why people what if you fixed it and then oh i know i know that's not what you would do but if you fixed it and then when um technically i think you still scrape it off though because the pencil is so strong that it would just take it off if you skirt over the surface maybe you could get away with it but not do the true artwork that we do the kind of the building up the layers of color Mm. Uh, so, no, I don't think it would be a good idea. I mean, certainly try it out, give it a bit of practice, but in my experience, it doesn't work. Mm. Have you tried putting soft pastel on pastel mat yet? No, I haven't done yet. Mm. No, but uh, that would be okay. You can do that. Uh, and I would say that it's possible that that would work better if you were going to do it at all. Um I still have my reservations about it, yeah. but you know, go out, you know, go and try it, yeah. give it a go. 
yeah i mean this is all just you know mm. it's just interesting to get our take on it bev but but please do try these things yourself different oh, papers absolutely. different services and and let us know what happened you know mm. it's always good because we can share that with our listeners thanks the next one's from glenn colin how about giving us a hint on the lessons that you have planned i'm a bored retiree from arkansas and looking for adventure all kidding aside we have a beautiful state but i enjoy your accent and your work is from places i will likely never see focusing on a painting helps bring those places and animals a little closer oh that's that's a nice one Mm. good um well, we could do that, couldn't we? I mean, I've I've mentioned a few times this evening that, that perhaps we could uh, give give warnings as, or give an, a, an itinerary or a calendar or something that of mm. projects that we've got in the pipeline. It would sometimes we um, you choose them according to how you feel. You know, like an animal and then a landscape and a couple of animals, another landscape and then a portrait. So you mix them like that. Mm. Um, but you, 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 it's up to you, Steve, if you feel that that would work out. Um, I think it's a good idea. Well, I have been working on, and I've, I've been working on something this week, uh, a calendar that mm. I've been able to embed on the website. I've been testing it out. Oh, right. And um, it's, it looks like it's going to be a real easy, basic way of letting people know purely oh. by name of what subject is coming good, up good. it doesn't seem to be an easy way of showing the picture because mm. I, I can't seem to show the picture but i'm working on a calendar that i can put the date of when the project's going to be coming out all right and then people i mean it's always likely to change because sometimes we have to bump ones up and move ones mm. about mm. but a rough outline it means that people will be able to scan through the upcoming months and say right on the third there's going to be this bird released and on the fifth there's going to be a landscape released and on the sixth there's going to you know the next month or whatever like that so people can cycle through the months and see when they're coming out so will will they have a a picture of these this is what i've been struggling with because Mm. i can put the name on this particular Mm. calendar but i can't put pictures Uh, pictures easily people would have to have a google account to see them and all this kind of so there's a real simple solution which i've i've figured out but having an actual picture no not not easily but at least the people would know if it was a bird or a flamingo or a a cat or a dog that's right Mm. um and it is kind of a nice surprise i think sometimes to see that's true the actual picture um Mm. so maybe maybe we'll start with that see if people Mm. find that interesting and then i'll dig further Mm. to see if that's i think that that yes i think i think that would be a good idea It'd certainly start off that way yeah so yeah expect to see that if if all goes well and then something i've come down obviously to talk to you about that is the kind of schedule that we would like to put together because i have a rough idea of the coming mm. months but mm. it'd be nice for people to see a few more months next year mm. what's going on so yes thanks glenn we are looking into that uh the next one is from jackie hi steve I see a reference on your website to scanning in pastel paintings. How is that done without damaging the artwork? Scanners usually require that you place the picture face down on the bed. That's, you, you would do that, yes. Yes, I can understand that. This question's come up a few times. And I must admit, when I first started doing it, I thought, I'm, I'm going to leave a residue. And with soft pastel, you do. Um, any, anything with soft pastel on, it, it, it does imprint on the glass. Mm. You have to clean it off. Uh, but the pastel pencil is slightly different, especially the way we work it, because it, you're actually pushing it into the paper. Mm. 
So although you have, do have a surface dust, you can't avoid that, it, there's very little residue when I scan, and I scan all my work, as you know. And when I finish with it, I, there's hardly anything at all there. I, I, I can't see it. I do wipe it off every time. But, yeah. um, it's just a you know, precaution. Mm-hmm. But no, it doesn't uh, affect it at all. I don't have any problem with that at all. So uh, be, be assured, folks. You can't say. Don't have to can, worry yeah. about that. Lovely. Thanks, Jackie. Next one is from Charlie. Steve, as a follow on to my questions for Colin, I would like to ask about the polychromos. I had thought about using polychromos for the eyes and lips to try and burnish them to get a sort of glazing look. But again, I didn't want to take the chance and mess up the painting. Any thought on mixing these two types of pastels? And another general question Mm. about polys has to do with blending them. I don't seem to have the ability to blend them like I do with the pastel pencils. Would Colin have some advice using polychromos in general? Uh, Yes, quite right. The pastel pencil is number one. That you can do anything with, as people know. Once you start into the softer pastel, which polychromos is slightly softer, it can only really be used as an addition. As I said, um, I don't very, very, I can't even think of when I use polychromos and pastel pencil together in a, in a project. In the project itself? In the project itself. I usually add to it afterwards. And uh, so... I, I don't think you need to worry about that. Polychromos doesn't blend as easily as uh, the... Why is that? Oh, I don't know. It's just... It's when you use the color... color the... Um, Shaper. Shapers, yeah. Rather than... When you finger, it's not so bad. Mm. But even that doesn't work the same way. Um, it's because of a slightly uh, different texture to the pastel it's a pencil. It is. It's a different, um, it's a different consistency. Mm. Mm. So, so for putting it in on lips or on eyes, it would be too difficult. No, and like you said before about getting the point, you'd have to use a corner, wouldn't you, of the polychromos to try yeah, and get a yeah, no, no, bit too much hassle? I wouldn't do that. I, I certainly wouldn't do it. There's no need to. The pastel pencil, uh, Faber-Castell pastel pencil, does it all. The polychromos can be used and should be used as something... In addition, it's a little brighter. If you've got a little bit of, if say you're doing a white animal and you want just to burnish it a little bit with just a little bit of light, yeah, um, then you can use a bit of polychromos on that. After you've done the work. After, with after you've done, yes. Because, uh, yes, I remember seeing you do, I think it was a dog that you added some white in mm, mm. with that. Slightly different as well because it's not mm. fine detail, is it? It's not like that's it. intricate detail. It's No, it's, it's, that's right. And it doesn't have to be blended, does it? If you not well, not really. Um, no, I use it a lot for backgrounds, but uh, is that because then you can use your finger to blend? You can, yes. But even that, I think, I really, I recommend people going to the pastel pencil and staying there, and just use these um, soft pastels and the polychromos as additions if you need to but don't use them as part of the structure it doesn't work mm. not as well and I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures now with the pastel pencil and they've never let me down anywhere so I don't think you need to just keep sticks with the pastel pencil folks well like we said earlier with Bev's question try it as well you yeah, know if, if you want to give it a go give it a go mm. um we're not we're not 
um, saying that you shouldn't. It's just that's what yes, it, and we've had. Um, a, a, is the pelican coming out in the um, pastomat or is it in pastomat? It's pastomat, yeah. Because I've also done a pelican in um, Andre. Yeah, this is the pastomat one. All right, and uh, you know, I I think it came out very well in pastomat. The only thing I found. And I've seen other people's work on pastel mat. It doesn't blend very well in when you're doing backgrounds because you don't have that ability that the ongre's got to be able to layer and put colours on. Now, people will argue with me on that, I know, but it doesn't seem to have that bite. So consequently, when people see the, the pelican, they'll see that I use the colour of the paper, which I know a lot of people do, mm. as... Uh, you know, my sort of distance. Yeah. And I think that works quite well. The only thing is, if you just use a plain background with no uh, colour in it at all or no reference at all, it tends to be a bit flat. Right. Like so, like we had uh, Christine's that, picture on that's right. the feedback we, show. That's right, yes. It's flat. So, therefore, it How kind of doesn't around? have any depth to it. Yeah. Now, the way I've done the pelican, as people will see, I... I started with the water, mm. and I used the colours uh, that you would use in the water as as well as the paper, and then receded it back. So it got lighter and lighter and lighter, but it wasn't my usual full-on background. But it worked well. And and when they see that, I think uh, the, the members see that, they'll, they'll get an idea of what I'm saying and what I'm talking about. You do need something, a relief to push it, push the, or the animal forward or... Subject forward. And How would you do that on an animal portrait then? Because the pelican you could ground effectively. Yes. What would you do with that? Would you put you, a simple you, you would just have to do the best you could. You couldn't do it the same way I do it, you know, in blending. You know the cloud idea that I have um, when I put it in the cloud and we can do brilliant work with the pastel pencil on this. Um, you can't do it in quite the same way as you can on the pastel map. Uh, but... I haven't experimented that much because I still prefer the ongre mm. personally. Um, but I know people, we, as time goes on, we may well find that that does work better. Yeah, this is just, and this and, is what the good thing is about the podcast is this is at this period yeah, of time, yeah. isn't it? And this is what That's right. our experiences are right now. It's in this moment. Um, but it might be know. the soft pastel can come into its own in a situation like that mm. because the pastel pencil might not work but soft pastel might mm. and some of the really soft pastels like the Rembrandt which I used yeah. to use a lot um, Did you? that might work well I don't know I'm, I'm not going to try it because to me I've got a, a perfect system and uh, it satisfies me so I won't do it but we do sell pastel mat and it's very popular and I think people should you know, do it themselves. You practice yourself. We'll see a few on the feedback show, I expect, eventually. Mm. Lovely. Thanks, Charlie. Um, wow, we've whizzed through those uh, those questions. That's, that's all I had. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we can talk about? We could talk about the taxi picture that you just done that's gone down yes, very, very well. It did, yeah. The um, YouTube clip. It, it's, uh, it was nice and short and sweet, that was. That will tempt them. <laughs> Are you going to do any more of that? Not of the taxi. No. I'll pick somewhere else now. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, another little clip. Um, but uh, you folks that are, are members and been able to see it all, uh, I really enjoyed that. That was great. And You know, what I thought when I did that, I thought I'm not going to be 
absolutely spot on every tiny little detail so it was kind of a little bit um a lot about license taken with it and i thought that would look nice if i did that rather than put every tiny little you know intricate bit in it's more like uh, a painting i think the way you've done it it is more that's right if you'd done all of that detail it'd be more like a drawing that's right and i think uh people it, it came off on the picture yeah. i mean obviously they were close up when i did it so you see it close up but when you when you set back and, and you push it back it looks quite detailed mm. but I, it fitted the you see if you'd done anything it, if i'd done it too intricate and made it absolutely perfect mm. which i could have done i spent a long time on it but i could have done it would have it wouldn't have fitted within the framework of mm. the rest of the picture mm. which was all that kind of quite loose mm, i see what you're saying there because um it would have stood out like a sore mm. thumb wouldn't it it would have done yeah do you think about that a lot when you're doing landscape work um whether to overwork the yeah. detail in one area oh yes yes very very mindful of that yeah it's it, got to be the picture has got to work the picture has got to work uh, as a whole as a balance you can't have balanced. one bit that sticks out it's got to it's got to be um, it's got to melt yeah. together yeah yes I am very aware of that yes I think we've maybe spoken about that before where there's been like um, a building or something where you you've thought of trying to balance the picture out so that it looks rather than people just focusing on one part of the picture mm. and their eyes drawing to that and forgetting about everything else yes they can look at it all as a whole yes well i like also when i'm doing a picture i like to f- i like to put things in that people will find later on they won't they won't see it immediately yes you, said you know they'll before. they'll see it later on in- i mean obviously if they're f- copying the picture they'll probably come they will come across it because they'll see me actually drawing it yeah but when you first look at a picture like that, there's so much to see. And I remember when I first started out, I used to look at pictures and I used to admire the artist because I went studying the picture, picture like Haywain, for instance. Mm. You see things in that that you, you miss mm. the first half a dozen times you watch it. You and you think, how can you miss something out like that? Mm. But it, it really Unless an artist catches you. It's a little... little um, Throwback to that. Yeah, that's right. And I think... I think uh, it's a it's a it's a pleasure to do that kind of work. I've done a couple, as you know, recently where uh, I I found little additions. Originally, they weren't on the pic. In fact, the taxi, the little girl, wasn't there originally. Mm. It was when you, if you look back on that and you see the original uh, when I started out, there was no little girl in it, and she suddenly appeared <laughs> because I felt. I needed something more. Mm. And I've done another one recently where uh, right at the very end of the picture, I thought, hmm, shall I have a signpost in there? And I, I talked to the, the uh, audience, my members, as though, now, what are we going to do about this? What do you think? You know, so they're there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, in the end, I won't tell them whether I decided to do it or not. I'm guessing you did. Pardon? I'm guessing you did decide to put it in. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you can't say that, oh, after all that, and then I didn't put it in. <laughs> no, no. No, but the, the, the thing is, you, you, can, you can see these things afterwards, and the, you can do it with the pastel pencil. That's the great thing. If it was a watercolour, you couldn't do it. You, mm. couldn't, you, you just couldn't do it. You'd have to make up your mind, right, 
right from the onset. But pastel pencils, you can do it. And there's another part of that picture, when they see it eventually, I completely change it. I just don't like. And it's right in the center of the picture, and I didn't like it. I thought, okay, what can I do? I mean, uh, what people will see is, uh, when they watch the video, you see me actually uh, doing the, this particular section of the picture. And then it changes when they see it next where that gone you may have to warn them then about that because <laughs> otherwise they'll be rubbing it out with you oh no 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 they won't because the line drawing won't show it oh okay good so if they're following the line drawing i think <laughs> hold on a minute <laughs> <laughs> no i did when i when i gave the when i, I completed the card go always looking back i actually cut out some of that anyway oh, right. so they won't they won't follow me okay it'd be a little jump it'll turn from something it'll jump to something else what happened to that bit and um this is, a, again, another great asset with the pastel pencil. You can do these changes. And uh, I wouldn't have it in the way. I could never go back to any other medium. Well, I mean, it, to a certain extent, oil. You can. I've seen artists scrape oil off. Oh, really? You can do that. Yes, you can actually scrape it off. But that, it's not the same as being able to rub it out as you can. An acrylic, of course, you can overpaint. Yeah. But again, even with acrylic... You tend to get shadows if you overpaint. You can see the shadow of it underneath because you can't get it off. So pastel pencil is the only medium that I know that we can manipulate it like we do. Mm. I thought that that taxi picture would go quite nicely as a jigsaw. Do you know, I thought that too when I saw it. Again, it probably would. Yeah. 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 That'd be... Anyone out there that makes jigsaws for a living, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been approached before, you know, jigsaws, and I yeah, and I said no. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. First of all, I don't need it. I don't need my work. I mean, Terry Harrison, you know Terry Harrison. Yeah. Unfortunately, he died recently. Because um, it's sad, but, but uh, I, I knew him quite well, and he's pictures he turned his into jigsaws oh really yeah he used to sell them on his site as well as uh, you can see him i used to see him at a local post office along the road mm. terry harrison um but he was he was more commercially minded than than i am yeah i focus on the art teaching and teaching more than i do uh, the commercial aspect of it that's why i don't go into prints and and i don't sell their work unless somebody particularly requests it i don't put it up for sale mm. so because i think the important thing is that is the teaching and i enjoy that side of it mm. lovely i think that's a good note to end this podcast on then so anyone get in touch send us your emails send us your questions and um, we always reply to you whether we mention it on the podcast or not but the ones we've picked today have been particularly useful for us to discuss mm. Mm. and i hope that people have found it interesting and we've got another feedback show coming soon. We're just waiting for a few more submissions to come through. And that's obviously available as a service to all of our members. So if you want to find out about our membership, just go to our website, colinbradleyart.com. Lovely. Should we okay. leave it there? Yep. Let's, let's, uh, let's go and get some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.